Hello, everybody, and welcome to Over the Hump, the podcast that aims to provide you with a dose of midweek motivation to finish your week off strong. I'm your host, Christopher Morgan. Please feel free to call me Chris, and this is episode number 11. Now, before I announce the name of the episode, here's the parental advisory. This episode has swearing in it. So if there are any children around, you may want to reconsider them listening to this, uh, unless if you're okay with that, you have the the suitable conversations afterward. Uh, But without further ado, this is episode number 11, Fuck-Ups Aren't Fatal. If you hadn't had the opportunity to tune in to last week's episode, I have a great conversation with Almira Quizon. Now, Almira was the former vice president of retail operations at Roots. Uh, And for those of you that don't know Roots, it is a a fashion apparel retail brand. Um, Now, Almira has been and currently still is a mentor of mine. And we just had a really great discussion about accountability. And I figured, you know what, we're kind of in this new season of the podcast. We're at episode number 11. And thank you, everybody, for uh, continuing to listen in and joining in uh, with us on this ride. Uh, But I wanted to spin off on some of the elements that were discussed uh, last week and really dig into personal accountability. Now, today's episode is going to be somewhat of a workshop. It's been a while since I've actually hosted um, a podcast solo on Over the Hump, and it's been a while since I've actually walked everybody through a formal workshop and giving them something tangible that they're able to take and use and apply almost immediately, but we're going to do that today. Uh, But first things first, I'd like to set the record straight. So I'm not as vulgar or as crass as the title of my talk might imply. Now, I know it sounds strange, but in order for me to pay homage properly to the idea of what it is that I'm going to be talking about, um, I actually have to swear because it's connected to something. So just stay with me and follow along on this journey with me here. Now, as most of you know by now, I am a learning development and performance consultant. Um, You know, those buzzwords have kind of lived within my life and my profession and my title um, for a very long time. But how I truly see my role is more so one of guiding and nurturing individuals down their personal path to leadership and and self-governance. And I had disclosed to everybody uh, in previous podcasts Uh, A little bit about how my journey went, but there was definitely a defining moment for me where I had woken up one day and regardless of me being content with where I was professionally and some of the things that I was doing, I did wake up one day and I just wanted more. And I realized I had hit a wall. Now, as someone that has been raised uh, to be accountable and then further groomed in the art of accountability uh, within my professional world and my professional upbringing, I knew that for me to break through this wall or get over the hump, I had to own everything that was happening. Um, So that was the easy part. I knew I had to own what was going to happen next. I think the difficult part for me was not necessarily knowing where to start my evolution. But I decided to kind of just like put it out there and, you know, take some chances. And I decided to do some research and just start connecting with people more. And I think, you know, the networking aspect of this new chapter in my 
personal life and professional life um, was really a great starting point. So I had come across uh, this organization called Fuck Up Nights Toronto. Now, for those of you that haven't heard of Fuck Up Nights, it's um, essentially a speaker series and community that shares stories of professional failure. And the whole mandate is, um, through sharing these stories, it creates a culture shift around what failure is and enables a mindset of innovation. Now, I didn't necessarily know what I was getting into, but that concept and just the, the... the bravado behind actually having the curse in the title, it's Fuck Up Nights Toronto, it definitely piqued my interest. So I decided to swing by and check it out. And it turned out to be one of the greatest things uh, for me to experience, um, which, you know, obviously this is going to parlay into my exercise, so it's definitely going to make sense. Um, but the connections that I made and just what I witnessed, it was, it was truly life-changing. So you walk into this room... And it's just filled with uh, great people from various different uh, professional backgrounds. And then you stumble upon this giant wall. Now, the wall is is absolutely filled with these color sticky notes. And when you step up closer, you realize that people have written their fuck ups on these sticky notes. And they've created this massive wall. And it is such an almost overwhelming experience because that wall truly does do a couple things. It, it is representative of, of humility. Um, and it really puts you in a place where you feel like you could be humble and open and honest. And it also encourages you to, to, to join in. So I obviously did that, you know, I, I grabbed a sticky note and I wrote down my fuck up and I added it to the other ones. And, um, it was a powerful moment. Right. And then obviously the whole evening finishes off with some really great eats and some great discussion uh, from some uh, um, actual professionals in whatever industry that speak about their professional failures um, in combination with some personal failures as well, too, and how they were able to get out of that. I went home that night and reflected on my experience that I couldn't really get the any of that that experience really out of my mind. I was reflecting on a lot of things and it, and it truly allowed me to, to look back and reflect on my own um, failures and fuck-ups. And obviously as a learning and development person, um, I thought it was a great idea. I really loved the idea of tangibly writing some things down and posting them up. But then I thought, you know what, this can be a great exercise for me in terms of how I can go from my current situation and take everything that I put out there and overcome some things and then move ahead. So now I'm going to walk everybody through uh, my, my thought process and the ideas behind the actual tangible activity. Um, so definitely throughout this next portion, everybody grab your pens, grab some sticky notes or some cue cards and some tapes will work, or even just tear up some paper, just follow along and stay with me and let's do this, do this together. So for me to execute this own version of the fuck up wall, for me, it's very important to kind of create a foundation of understanding of what I'm doing. So the first thing that I had to do was define for myself, well, what is a fuck up? You know, so naturally, (laughs) I went and I looked it up in the Urban Dictionary, and that specific definition is um, a fuck up is um, doing something poorly or ineptly. 
uh, and I thought that was a good start, a good a good start, a good foundation. But I had to make that a little bit more specific because I knew that my major objective was trying to make carve out a better life and you know just feel better about my situation in an effort to kind of get over the hump. So I kind of expanded on what that definition is, and I related it back to three emotional things. And for myself and for the purpose of this exercise, I see a fuck up as something that has happened within your personal or professional life that has lead, led you to either feeling regret, shame, or fear. Regret being, you know, feeling sad or repentant or, or disappointed over something that had happened. You know, shame is that self-conscious emotion typically associated with a negative evaluation of the self and then fear i mean no need for me to, to define fear i think everybody understands that so now the major objective is how do you get over these things and um i think it's important because the one thing that i was beginning to realize is that your fuck-ups if not dealt with they command power over you Right. And I like to relate it back to and hopefully most people have seen the movie Titanic. But within that, one of the characters, Rose, um, she's kind of recalling and reminiscing her memories about the, the whole situation, because all of that is kind of spawned when she looks at, um, I believe it was called uh, The Heart of the Ocean. It was this necklace that she had received from her fiance. And the movie kind of parlays from that. And the way that I see some of these fuck-ups and what they can do is that what happens is if you don't deal with something that has happened in your past in some way, it ends up being the thing, the catalyst that brings you back to this moment, right? Now, when we're talking about these three, remo these three emotions of regret, shame, and fear, the reality is those things are so powerful and they themselves become the wall and the block to progress. Um, so especially if something happens within your life where a similar situation comes up um, and then all of a sudden these all of these emotions and fears start swelling up and you can't really move ahead. And I, I thought, you know what, let's dig in and let's get past some of these emotional relics that are that are being the anchors, this weight that's holding me down. So now we're going to get into the first part of the exercise, okay? Um, now, for everybody that's with me, I want you to take a minute to just reflect on some fuck-ups that had taken place in your life, you know? And luckily, it's just me and everybody listening, and the reality is it's just you by yourself in whatever space that you're in. So you could take this time. This is not an exercise that needs to be exposed to the world. This is just for you. Okay? So be honest with yourself. That's what's super important about this. But what is it that is maybe holding you back? What are some fuck-ups that have taken place that you just haven't dealt with? Okay? Start thinking about those. And then from that point, what you're going to do is you're going to start writing individual fuck-ups on individual colored sticky notes or pieces of paper just write them out write them out now the second part of the exercise is actually very simple what i need you to do is is take all of the fuck-ups that you've written down and i want you to throw them up on the wall so you're either going to tape up your cue cards or you're going to stick up your sticky notes then i want you to step back 
and I want you to look at your wall. I want you to look at your wall of fuck-ups and then just take note of some of the emotions that might be swelling up when you step back and look at that. And I want you to recognize the power that these things hold and I want you to recognize how strong that is. But then I need you to make a self-declaration, okay? And I need you to say to yourself in whichever way you need to, whether that's out loud or just say it strongly within your mind, you need to make the declaration that these fuck-ups do not define me. These fuck-ups are not me. In observing you, your wall, you may notice a couple things you might start to notice patterns, okay? And again, this is just an honest dialogue with yourself where you've tangibly written some things down so you could be honest with yourself because you've created a safe space for yourself, okay? Start asking yourself a question. Are there patterns here? Do I, do I quit? Often, you know, do I quit when the stakes are high? Do I back out of relationships? Do I not just go for it? You know, do I not go for that job? Do I not ask that, that certain someone out on a date just because I'm afraid and, I'm, and I feel for whatever reason I might be inferior? What are the patterns that are there? And take note. Because obviously, after you do that, the next step is going to be taking action. And just before we move on, I think it's going to be important for me to say this. When you step back and you look at your wall, it's important when you're noticing that there's a pattern that you don't dig too deeply into the why. So you might be asking why that is. You know, the reality is when you're asking why you run the risk of taking a downward spiral into overanalyzing yourself and then just digging yourself into some negative hole. Now, it's not to say that the why is not important, but what we're looking for throughout this exercise is how do we move forward? That's what we're most interested in this at this moment. So we want to get to a place where we can start focusing on action-oriented things that'll take us to the next level. So why is not as important as the what, which brings, which brings us to um, the third portion of this exercise. So number three, how do you gain closure? There's really two steps behind this. Number one, you either have to take action on the things that have not been completed on your end, if they are still relevant, okay? So that's the first thing, okay? The second thing, you have to come to terms with the pieces of your history that you cannot change. And that's just all um, an elaborate way of saying that you have to gain, get to a place of acceptance, okay? So you're either going to take action, that's step number one, or you have to accept it. Now, the idea behind this is you are going to revisit your wall and remove the pieces once you've overcome them. So the first step in terms of taking action, it's actually a, a, a mental or if you want to call it a, some kind of spiritual commitment or dedication, however you choose to frame that. But you have to make the commitment to yourself that you are going to revisit your wall on a daily basis. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to confront the specific issues on a daily basis, but I do suggest that for everybody, 
as they're revisiting their wall, I think you should always keep it top of mind, but you have to commit to action in some sequence. For myself, when I had made my wall, I said that a minimum of three times a week, I have to go to that wall and I have to take something or look at something and deal with it in whichever way I see fit before I take it off. So that's just a commitment to forward movement and to action. Now, the second component of this in terms of the acceptance, that one for me was actually a little bit more difficult, okay? Because what it involves is you actually addressing the situation, addressing your fuck up, you know, something that you regret or shameful of or fearful of, and you actually have to make the decision as to whether or not you are going to correct that are you going to reach out and correct that relationship with the person? Are you going to reach out and take the opportunity to take action on whatever it is? Or are you going to say, you know what? I maybe miss this person or I miss this relationship or I miss this opportunity and I'm actually better off because of it now and I can't let this hold me back anymore and I have to accept the way that I feel and accept that it was good and know that there is no changing that. Then you got to let it go. Now, the last step is for all of the progress that you've made and for anything that you've taken off of your wall, it's so important that you journal it. Okay, you got to write it down in some kind of journal. And you have to write down the reasons why you were okay, why you were able to accept or the actions that you've taken to actually get past this. And then you have to also journal how you felt after you've done that. So to help crystallize this for everybody, I want to give a personal example of, um, you know, how this exercise has helped me. And I'm going to take you through the steps. So step number one, you have to think about some fuck ups and then you have to write them down. And then you have to step back and look at some of the patterns, okay? And for me, one of those things was actually uh, starting this podcast. Or not necessarily this podcast, but starting a podcast. Um, and that, for me, was a fuck-up. So I wrote that down, and I wrote it down. I said, it never, never started that podcast that I wanted to do, okay? Um, when I stepped back and I look at, looked at that specific fuck-up versus the other ones... I realized a couple things. My personal pattern was one of um, I wasn't starting things or I would give up, which, you know, when I stepped back and I looked at that, I thought that was very interesting and very much so a pattern of something that or an example of something that I would like to break immediately. But moving on to the specific example of me starting the podcast, I made the commitment to go ahead and, you know, deal with it through action, you know? So I went to it one day and without me necessarily having a, um, any knowledge other than being, um, an audience, part of an audience for other podcasts, I didn't really have any knowledge in terms of the platforms used to set it up. I didn't know, how to set these things up. I didn't really know what it took. I didn't really have any images or ideas for a logo. The only thing that I committed to was action. And then I started asking myself the right questions. I asked myself, what is it going to take for me to start this? 
which led me to, well, I'm going to need a great topic. So then I had to ask myself, well, what are some things that I feel confident enough to talk about? And then it led to the subject of motivation, which kind of parlays into leadership and, you know, inspiration and all of those other things. So I felt good about that. And um, I said, you know what, regardless of where I'm at within the realm of podcasting and actually delivering a podcast to a community or in an audience, um, I'm not going to let that hold me back. I'm actually just going to start, you know, and it was a learning process. And um, I learned very quickly all the things that I needed, but I went ahead and did that. Now, through the act of doing, the podcast has taken a life on its own. You know, and I have some great partners as well, too. You know, I have Chris Cowan, who is the executive producer of the podcast and a great partner. And then there's Julie Gauthier, who is uh, the creative director. And I tell you, they've only added structure and inspiration and thought behind what this is and what it can do for the community. And I will tell you something. I recognize now the power of doing because if I never would have started None of those things would have actually happened because you can't improve upon something that hasn't been started. You know, and I want everybody in closing to remember a couple things. Remember, number one, that all consistent actions or behaviors lead to habit. Okay, so if you have positive actions, they'll lead to positive habits. And if you have the opposite, then they lead to the opposite kind of habit. Okay. Understand that inaction is a type of action. The second thing that I want everybody to remember is that a good positive community of family and friends, that goes a long, long way in this, you know, and and I'm going to recommend on this that you have an accountability partner. And I've gone to some people that are close to me within my family and friend circle that come to me and they don't necessarily know all the things that I have written down because that's for me. But what they do is hold me accountable to the action, okay? And they will call me and they say, hey, look, how's your wall doing, okay? Where are you at? What are some of the things that you've learned? That goes a long way. It's actually super important. And also the last thing, you know, you're not alone in this. Like everybody fucks things up. And the thing that I love about uh, Fuck Up Nights Toronto is that, again, their whole mandate is we need to recognize that, you know, fuck ups or failure um, is actually a part of the process. If you deal with it properly, you can learn and grow and become a better person, okay? There are some do's and don'ts around this exercise. So the first thing that you need to do, you need to do the work. You need to do all the steps and you need to write everything down. You need to put it up and you need to journal. You know, skipping steps will not actually help you uh, get better within this format. Uh, you have to make the commitment and make it realistic and on your own terms as well, too. You know, so don't set the bar too high and say, I'm going to knock something off this wall every day. Well, I mean, you might not do that. You know, some of the things that you may have written down, especially if they're relationship driven, those are going to be hard to deal with. OK, so you create the cadence of execution. But once you make that commitment, do yourself a favor and just follow through. And once again, get that accountability partner, having that and feeling the support will 100% make the difference in your progress. Now let's get to some of the don'ts, okay? 
number one, you know, don't be afraid. You got this. You 100% got this. And anything in your life that you have done, um, not to say that it can be undone, because you don't want to, you want to respect the past. You just don't want to be defined by the past. And that's nothing to be afraid of. You should feel encouraged because you have the power to make the changes that are necessary in your life. And you can do that if you have just enough confidence to try. Okay? Don't bite off more than you can chew. You're not racing anybody. There's no need to compare against anybody else's results. You know, I've started this, and there's still a couple things, because I have some large things on my wall that will take some time for me to either heal or will also take some time for me um, to actually just complete, because they're larger projects, and that is to be respected. Okay, and lastly, this one's really important. Don't demonize your humanity, okay? You don't have to feel weak and you don't have to feel ashamed for things that you have done in your past. In closing, I just want everybody to learn to embrace failure as part of the journey because it is, okay? Um, And honestly, some might even argue and say that, you know, failure kind of is the journey. So I want to invite people to start looking at things and actions that they have taken in their past and label it a little bit differently. Okay. You don't even have to label those things that take place and put them in the categories of this binary of good and bad things that have happened to you. I think if you can get there, try to look at all of those things as just things. They are things, they were events that had taken place in your life, okay? And from that point, you have the choice. You can embrace those things that have happened and use those to catapult you or be the catalyst into positive action and a better version of yourself if you choose to. I truly hope that this episode has given people at least something something to think about. Um, I really hope that it has given you something tangible to take away with. And again, I am not one to offer something to a community or to the audience um, of something that I haven't tried myself. I think it's important for me to prototype things and, and get in there so I could speak from a place of experience. And I will tell you, me doing this has changed who I am today, and I'm hoping that it will do the same for you. Mm-hmm.